When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about the game of the year potentially in college football. Oh. Number two, Tennessee, taking on number one, Georgia. And it's a big one, Peach. This is a big one. This is why we love the sport, Ryan, right here. I have a pretty good feeling this is going to close around seven. And I have a good feeling just from uh, what I heard from the grapevine. This might be one of the book's biggest liabilities. Everybody's racing out. Everybody wants to bet Tennessee. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to fade Georgia. Maybe they're a sleeping giant. What are you doing in this game? I'll start with, uh, I'll start with you, PJ. No, this is a big one. You said if you said if you could go to any college football game this weekend, you would choose this one. Oh, easily. I chose Rice, so yeah, I'll let you Good go first. You. That that was that was a number two Bringing for Houston me right back, there. Trista. I I'm gonna take Tennessee. I'm gonna Ryan's take Tennessee. Ryan's really really into the girls from Rice. That's, really, it really is. I'm gonna take is it Tennessee. All no. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I like Tennessee plus eight on Saturday against Georgia. I know it's popular. I know everybody's taking it. I've faded Tennessee the last month. I took Kentucky last week. I took UT Martin the week before that. I took Bama. I'm done fading Tennessee. When you bet against, when you bet a game, you truly get to get a feel for a team, right? When you put money on them, you lock in. And I've locked in on Tennessee games the last three weeks. Man, are they good. That offense is spectacular. Josh Heupel, what he does with his formations and Hendon yeah. Hooker, his decision-making it's just fantastic. And matchup-wise, it's a good matchup for Tennessee. When they played Alabama, they had to go against arguably the best quarterback in the country with an awful pass defense, and they managed to win that game. This game, you know Georgia's going to want to run the football, and the strength of their defense is stopping the run. So I think on paper, it's a really good matchup for them. Georgia has some injuries on their defense. Jalen Carter's dinged up. He's just coming back. So... You know, Georgia being at home is obviously the thing. It's a reason the game's eight. If this was a neutral side game, it'd be like two and a half or something like that. But I think Georgia eight is just, it's too big a number. I can see why people like it. I'm taking Tennessee, though. Guys, I was in the lab today. I did some digging. Get in the lab, boy. You're going to like this. Where's the lab? You're going to, the lab is uh, in my bedroom. Yeah. The bathroom? (laughs) The bathroom. Kirby Smart. Since he's been to Georgia, he's played 19 top 10 teams. He's played in top uh, 19 teams in the top 10. He's 12 and 7 in those games. 11 of those 12 wins, Georgia has held their opponent to 18 points or fewer. Mm-hmm. Six of those seven losses, Georgia has given up 35 or more points in those games. So if Georgia is going to win this game, I love the under. I think Tennessee's gonna like have like low twenties. Georgia, that's how they want to play. Yeah. If you like Tennessee, I think it's gonna be a shootout, and you got to take the over. You look at who some of these Georgia teams have lost to in these past, you know, matchups. They lost to the Bama team last year in the SEC championship game with Bryce Young. They lost to the Bama team with Mac Jones and Devontae Smith when he won the Heisman. They lost to Burroughs LSU team. They lost to Kyle Trask and uh, Kyle Pitts and Tony and that Florida team. So it's these these historic offenses like Tennessee is. Kirby tends to struggle against yeah. them. So I think Tennessee plus eight and the over. 
I think is the play. You tried in to you tried Georgia. to dupe me when I said I liked the over before the show, and you were like, I don't know, maybe I like the under. Well, that's why you I did told a little, you, you had to you wait faked, for the show. Little, you faked me little, out. Little fake, you, little, you gave me the hezzy. Little razzle dazzle. What you got in Tennessee, Georgia? I mean, I hate to say it, I feel the same way. I feel like I'm. Do you, do you ever feel like, man, I'm, I'm square. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like I feel like today, this weekend, I'm just square. I'm looking at this Tennessee team. And for whatever reason, I just feel like their offense, even, and, and we talked about this last night, I even said, like, I think Georgia's defense can be got. Like, I think Georgia is a really, really good team. I think they have a really good defense. But I don't think they have as good of a defense as they had last year. They lost a bunch of guys to the draft. And I think Tennessee, Tennessee has a bunch of things in the, the feathers in their cap. I feel really do play in their favor and really work against the things that Georgia does well, right? Like, they have really good tempo. They have amazing spacing. Like they've got a really good vertical run game and a vertical pass game. And they play super, like I said, tempo, but they play really fast. Yeah. Like they've got really elite personnel placement. You're talking about a, a team that like has 35 of their 63 scoring drives that are under two minutes. Yeah. It's, it's like that's probably every 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're talking about. Hendon Hooker wants to get them going and wants to get defenses tired. What were you going to say, Ryan? You want to jump in? No, no, I just agree with what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. And he said this, I, I, I heard this quote, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to write this down. He was like, most of the time we're going so fast, I want to make sure I get a look at the back end, but when we see someone getting tired and their body language is showing fatigue, we increase our tempo mm-hmm. even more. It feels like this is a place where Tennessee is peaking. So the fact that I get plus eight, I get over a touchdown, I I can't stay away even though like it's the biggest liability for the books, right? And you look at Georgia, yes, they have a good offense. Yes, like I think Tennessee has a has a better better offense. And you look at just kind of all of the factors, I have to take Tennessee. I have to. Unfortunately. Yeah, and I'm what's crazy, you brought up the injury report, PJ. So George is going to be, and this is without, I mean, he's gone for the rest of the year, but they lost Nolan Smith. He's mm-hmm. got 18 tackles this season, but more importantly, he's got three sacks. You guys brought up how their defense is a little overrated. They lost a bunch, obviously, in the mm-hmm. NFL draft, but they're not getting after the quarterback. They only have 10 sacks as a team, and now they lose Nolan Smith, who has three of those, their best pass rusher. They're also without Dan Jackson, who's one of their better cover corners. But I'm still going to play Georgia if we get them at seven. But you brought up, and the other thing, so they run a play every 15 seconds. They're the most up-tempo team in the country. And that's a good point to bring up because if you look at Georgia, right, like Tennessee is going to spread them out. And if you go back to week four, this is going to sound crazy, but Kent State runs that Baylor-type Art Bryles offense, kind of similar to what they're going to see from Josh Heupel. And they hit almost 70% of their passes against Georgia. And they scored 22 points in that game. Mm -hmm. And Georgia really hasn't seen an offense. There's not really an offense in the country like Tennessee. And the other thing is, if you look what Kirby does on the defensive side of the ball, he likes to rotate all of his guys. They're not going to have the opportunity to do that because Tennessee doesn't even huddle up. So it's going to be all up-tempo. So I get what you're saying about the matchup. I I do think that Stetson Bennett, and I know we label him as a game manager, and I know he's had some bad turnovers in big games, but he likes to push the ball down the field. I like all their tight ends, and right now they're averaging over 330 passing yards, and that's the one area where you can get Tennessee as their secondary. They're just going to have to protect Stetson Bennett. He could also make some plays with his legs. He's got five rushing touchdowns. So if Georgia gets to 7.5-7, I'm going to play them. But at 8.5, I'm kind of with you guys. I would lean Tennessee. That's why I haven't played this game yet. I haven't um, played it either. I just can't wait to watch no. this game. It's going to be I mean, fun, this is gonna too. It's going to be awesome. Great game. And the other thing that concerns me a little bit is 
Obviously, uh, you know, where does Kirby come from? Who's coaching tree? Nick Saban. Of course. Alabama just got beat by Tennessee a couple weeks ago, and they had an 18-point lead in that game. Hennon Hooker carved them up. So don't you think he's going to have a couple adjustments, especially coming out of the bye week for that for the defensive side of the ball? Definitely you know? could. Yeah. I just, again, and you got to worry, Tennessee has not, ha- hasn't been in an environment anywhere close That's to what the they're about thing. to face. No. All these big games they've been playing, Florida, Kentucky, Thousand percent. Bama, they've all been at Neyland Stadium. They've yep. all been in Knoxville at home. When you go on the road, especially when it's one versus three, it's a different monster. And if you look at, and you talked about this a little bit, Ryan, just in terms of like the one area that you can get Tennessee, you know, that's their pass defense. Like their pass defense is 127th ranked in the country. They allow 301 passing yards per per game. The only thing that they're going to be able to do or try to do is get into Stetson Bennett. But if Stetson Bennett has a clean pocket, this game has overwritten all over it to me. It and, just does. And the other thing, I mean, if they get the pass defense that they had last week, and I mean, granted, that was against Kentucky, but Will Levis in that game only threw 98 what? yards. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did they just fumble on the goal line? you got to be kidding me. That's huge for you, but terrible for the <laughs> over. But he only threw for 98 yards. He threw, what, three picks in that game, yep. four picks in that game. They sacked him four times. If Tennessee's defense plays like that, what well, was it I only mean, like 200 yards of total offense in that game? Yeah, yeah. Kentucky couldn't do anything. And yeah. I'm not comparing and Kentucky, And let's remember, to Georgia, too, but. you know, Tennessee's got Tillman back, obviously, which is going to make a huge difference. One of their star receivers to go along with yeah. what Jalen Hyatt's been doing. Guys, I don't know. I, every, you know, every like three or four years in the SEC, there comes a team. Cam Newton's Auburn team, Joe Burrow's LSU team. This Tennessee team, it just feels like it's got that vibe to it. They got over the Bama hump. They lost to them 15 years in a row. Finally got that one off the list. You beat Florida only the second time you've done that in 18 years. And now here comes Georgia. This is the team that's dominated the SEC East for the last five, six years on the road. It just it feels like when Burrow and LSU had to go into Bama to win that game en route to making it to the national championship, what they were trying to achieve. Oh, my God. That, that's what this game feels like. It feels like Hendon Hooker in Tennessee, they got to go on the road. They got to go into Georgia and beat them. And uh, I think there's a very good chance that they might just do that. I think they're the better team. I really do. It's just the fact that it's Georgia and they're at home. And we haven't seen Tennessee in a spot like this on the road yet. I feel like Georgia's going to be so fired up for this game, though, because all everybody's talking about is Tennessee because they're so fun to watch and how Hendon Hooker is going to be the runaway Heisman finalist. Or, you know, he's going to win. win. Hendon Hooker's winning the Heisman. Right. Let me ask you this, though. If they get blown out, is he still going to be the Heisman? Does he have to win, like, what one loss for Tennessee and he's the Heisman? No, nah, he's, I mean, if he has, like, a four-interception game. But then... Bryce had one loss against AM and he still won it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on, like, what kind of game he has. Maybe exactly. it's, like, a barn burner, he loses in a last second, yeah. like, sort of thing. Then he's going to be the Heisman. Stroud's yeah. performance against Michigan and this performance by, because, yeah, see, this point. is the second Stroud game. Michigan, this know. is the second game now that Hooker's getting in a marquee spot. Like, he balled against right. Bama. Right? You ball against Georgia, too? I mean, how do you not give the guy the award? Game's going to be awesome. I feel like there's going to be some good live betting opportunities, especially if somebody takes a big lead. Because, again, man, like we saw Bama, they trailed by 18 to Tennessee and still made that comeback. That was the other thing I wanted to ask you, PJ, is if if Bama wins that game, because Bama could have went up two scores. Oh, yeah. You know, if it wasn't for that terrible flag in the back of the end zone. Right. What's this number? Ten, we're probably getting, what, 11 and a half, 12 maybe with Tennessee? Mm-hmm. That's my only point. I'm not saying Tennessee's overrated. I'm just saying they could have easily lost that game. You just don't right. like they this number. A, they blew an 18-point no, lead. No, I get that. They were at home. They had the craziest crowd 
that was the biggest game in Tennessee for what? The last, the last 15, 10 years? 20 years, yeah. Yeah, and, and they won the turnover battle, and they right. still barely beat Alabama. People, this isn't a great Alabama team, and I think Georgia's better than Bama. That's my only thing here. People talk about that interception and the flag or whatever. you got to yeah. remember, Jameer Gibbs dropped that pass, too. He could have had a touchdown late in that yep. game. Bama obviously missed a field goal, and then they gave up a field goal in like 19 seconds when Tennessee had to go like 45 yards, so... There was a lot of things that went wrong for them in the final two minutes of that game, but it's a great point. That's another thing, too. You know, everybody brings up why is Bama six in the college football playoff. They should have beaten the number one team in the country on the road. Like, I test alone. They're yeah. clearly a top 16. They're a top 14. They're getting in. It doesn't matter. Well, they're they got, at least going to have a shot win. to get in. Well, yeah, yeah, they, they got to win the SEC. Well, they're going to be in the SEC championship game, we figure. I hope so. Unless there's, they get upset by be, the fighting Brian Kelly. Yeah, there's supposed to be some rain in Baton Rouge this Baton week. Rouge. Yeah, I'm betting, I'm betting Alabama. I haven't yet, but I'm going to bet yeah, Alabama. I am too. I'm so Especially glad LSU yeah, so won a couple games and looked better. The, yeah, they stink. 